0: Hi there, my name is C. I'm Dee, and you're listening to, you're listening to... Swinging, swinging Down, Down Under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences, both good and bad, <laughs> reviews and events, and more, here. Swinging Down Under. Come on, join us. Hi there, and this is C, and welcome to episode fifty-five of the Swinging Down Under podcast. You'll notice that I'm on my own today. Actually, I'm going to be talking about vaginal health. So D has officially run away and left the building, and really just left the left the vagina talk to you know someone who has one and probably can add a little bit of insight. But before I start, I just want to mention, of course, I'm not medical, Um, so all of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today is just based purely on my own experience. We have received a lot of emails over the past few years from women like myself who openly discuss the fact that they may contract a UTI or thrush or have an infection um, in the lifestyle due to their sexual activity. And really, we get a lot of queries about, well, how do I handle this? How do I manage it? I talk about it quite openly uh, on the podcast. So I thought probably it was time to check back in and uh, talk a little bit about vaginal health and really some of the things that, uh, that I go through or, or some of the things that, You know ways that I prevent or or attempt to um, prevent. Now this podcast actually comes timely because I was intending to do this podcast uh, for the past few weeks and Dee and I have just moved house and then this morning I'm at home on an annual leave day and uh, just setting up to do the podcast and then realized in fact actually I have a UTI, a urinary tract infection. So hey-ho, there you go, that's uh, perfect timing for me to talk about urinary tract infections and uh, sexual activity. I'm going to chat about a few things. Uh, What I want to talk about is creating a healthy pussy. I'm going to talk about some of the uh, infections or things when things go wrong and then really like ongoing um, imbalance or health issues. So stick with me if you are keen to learn a little bit more about uh, creating a healthy uh, pussy, vagina, whatever you'd like to call it, peach um, in the lifestyle and really how to how to control some of these uh, these things that can occur because we are probably a little bit more sexually active than than your average uh, average adult. So. What I want to mention first, of course, is that anyone who has a lower immune system or a diabetes as well is really going to contract UTIs in particular more often than the average person. So if you do have something like that, like you do have a low immune system or diabetes, of course, always it is recommended to seek some, you know, go see your physician, perhaps even go see an OBGYN if you want some more specialty advice, because you will tend to uh, have contracting these more often and you're you're more susceptible to this bacteria as well so just a just a mention there if that if uh, if you do have those things perhaps you're more susceptible definitely go and seek health because help rather Um, because of course you don't want to be in the lifestyle and every time you're having sexual activity walking away and and not feeling great and of course it's bad for us um, but it's also bad for our partners you know they have to kind of watch us suffer through this unhealthiness so definitely go and seek some advice on that so Creating a healthy pussy. How do you do it? Well, look, if if everybody knew the answer to this and these things worked 100% of the time, I can tell you I would be uh, doing these every single day. But, you know, you you find different information out there on the Internet. Sometimes you'll go and have a look and you'll say, look, how do I, you know, stop myself from contracting a UTI every time I have sex or every second time I have sex? And some people will mention things to you like, you know, "Oh, take cranberry tablets and you'll be fine. Um, that's definitely not the case for me. You know, I've taken them in the past. Uh, have they worked? Well, not really. Um, could they be working? Well, I, I really don't know. So I tend to take them anyway, but, uh, but I guess what I'm, what I wanted to mention was that you can find so much information out there on the internet about UTIs or cystitis is the actual, uh, um, proper term for this. And, and I guess the point is that like sex control, birth control, sorry, nothing is going to be the same for everyone. You know, if you have one particular kind of birth control and your girlfriend's using something else, well, one might work for acne and for weight gain and, and, and uh, mood swings, whereas the other one doesn't for you. So it's important to note that uh, whilst there's a, an enormous amount of information out there, you need to find what works well for you, your pussy. So that's a that's something to definitely mention. Now, how do I create a healthy Pussy. One thing it really it starts with the beginning, right? So you want to try to do your best to actually control your balance, uh, your pH balance, um, and control really all of the healthy bacteria that you, that you have in in your body to try and stop. Um, this from actually happening. So one thing definitely is really avoid soap. Um, Avoid soap down in that area. I use a pH balance wash. You can get them from the chemist. You can get them from the grocery store. I only started actually properly using this about a a year ago. I've had UTIs since I was quite young. Um, I am very susceptible to getting a UTI, but definitely... As a, as a more sexually active adult, I'm very, very prone to getting them. If uh, if a couple of months go by and I don't contract a UTI, I'm pretty happy. And so for me, really, you know, I've always used soap and, and not really t- too fussed about it. But over the past year, um, in the lifestyle especially, I've really started using a pH balance wash um, every time every time I'm in the shower and even I I take that on holidays. So we've got a couple of trips coming up to Phuket and to Mexico and definitely I will be taking that in my cosmetic bag. Absolutely do not leave it behind because hotel soaps, soaps in general um, are going to be bad for you. They throw off your pH balance and you do become more susceptible to getting an infection. And the next thing is hygiene towels as well. So you can get, you know, wipes. A lot of people say use baby wipes. Um, Sometimes with the baby wipes they may be uh, fragrant or they may have certain different things that are included in the baby wipes so generally i would tend to steer away from those and, and not recommend them you can get again ph balancing hygiene towels or towels uh, and, and wipes that have been specifically designed with the female body in mind as well so you can get them from some adult stores definitely have a lookout for those uh, we use those in play sessions or just on our own we also use them actually in play sessions when we uh, have couples over or, or singles uh, what have you so definitely recommend that of course probiotics you know having uh, having a taking a probiotic with your morning vitamins is definitely the way to go you know and again this is kind of starting from from the inside out you know you're trying to create uh, a healthy pussy to begin with so you're trying to ward off really contracting any of these utis i'm going to talk about what happens when it goes wrong later but definitely if you can avoid getting them then that's the best the best offer of best bet really And so probiotics, like an Inner Health Plus tablet, really, again, you can get this from chemists, um, pharmaceuticals. So uh, check out those, and and I recommend taking them. Just chuck them in with your morning vitamins, and, and off you go. Also, again, you know, take them on holidays. Just because you go on holidays, don't stop doing all of this work. You know, you've put in all this effort to create this healthy pussy. You don't want to forget about it get on holidays. The first day of your holiday, you know, you're super excited. You've just gotten to your hotel. You have some raunchy sex with your husband. And the next thing you know, the next day you're getting a UTI and really you're kind of feeling like your holiday is ruined. You know, you start getting a fever and you don't really want to go out anywhere. You're feeling very uncomfortable. It's just, it's going to ruin your holiday. So preventative is the best way to go. And water and hydration. I mean, I cannot cannot speak highly of this you know you need to remember to hydrate Um, particularly when you are at a party as well you know you tend to be drinking some alcohol you're kind of forgetting about having water Um, mix it up one and one Um, but drinking during the day before you're partying is uh, is really important as well drinking throughout the evening drinking after sex you know just continue to drink that water because you're then flushing out any of the bacteria as well so that's you know, you really need to do that. And even if it takes setting a, a an alarm on your phone, or getting somebody else to police you, like your husband saying, you know, hey, have you had water every second or f- one drink? Um, definitely recommend to go and do that. The next thing is hygiene with your partner as well. So whether that be your a permanent partner whether it be a play partner having them and have them have them being hygienic as well is is hugely important to your vaginal health um d talks a lot about kind of naming his hands in other words when we play with other ladies in particular and he is perhaps playing with my pussy with his left hand he may touch the other lady with his right hand and never the two shall cross and the reason behind that is because you know the other ladies bacteria and and everything that lives inside her and is working really well for her may really not work well for me. And that comes with hands, it comes with toys, really anything that that could come in close contact. And this is why some of those um, double-ended dildos um, really recommend to buy a double-ended dildo, one that has something in the middle between the two. A lot of the double-ended dildos don't have anything in the middle. And what can happen there is that, of course, you know, in the midst of playing, some of your fluids are going to exchange and uh, that may really upset you and uh, and may cause uh, actually a UTI would probably be the the least of your worries in that in that regard. So I always recommend if you're gonna play with a lady having a double dildo, get one with something in the middle that's going to try and stop some of that fluid uh, movement whilst whilst you're playing. But but hygiene with your partner again, I, I can't recommend that highly enough. You know, D D's very considerate because he knows how sensitive I am. And if you're playing with somebody else and perhaps, you know, that 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 man's lady may never get UTIs. You know, she she may be blessed and, and God, I would love that, so good on her, but she, she may never get them. And so he really might not have any kind of, you know, comprehension about the things that can happen and how that can really upset you and, and make you sick. So when, when we're playing with people, we do tend to, you know, not overtly say, hey, have you washed your hands, or hey, have you done this, but, you know, it's just kind of a, a manner of just saying to people like you know I am quite sensitive um you know this this can happen to me and sometimes that may even be with things like different condoms different lubes you know really any of that sort of stuff so if if you if you are quite sensitive in that regards again preventative measures you know take take your own stuff with you and 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 make sure that they're using the stuff that works well for your pussy. And sex positions. Um, the reason I have a UTI today actually is because um, we were actually um, playing around last night on the bed. We've just moved house. And, of course, we were doing dog style. Now, what happens there is that your urethra tends to get more annoyed and more irritated, and bacteria comes in uh, contact in that particular position. It's it's more uh, susceptible to having bacteria moving around and so as a result of that, um, that play session last night in dog style, now I have a UTI. So even knowing some of the positions or if you know that a certain type of lube, certain condom, certain position, um, it could even be somebody being really vigorous with their hands. I know that um, a lot of guys these days, you know, they there's this... Um, want to make ladies squirt. Now, in order to do that, generally, you've got to get quite vigorous um, with your hand movements. Now, I can tell you, if you did that to me, not only would I be extraordinarily sore, because I am quite uh, small, um, but also I would likely get a UTI, because again, I'm more susceptible to that uh, vigorous vigorous motion. And, and because of that vigorous motion, you're, you're more likely also to carry some bacteria uh, into that particular area. So, You know, sex positions, hand movements, all of that sort of stuff. Again, don't be afraid to tell the people that you're with that you are sensitive Um, because, again, your one play session with that person or that couple, you're going to be sick for days. Is it worth it? I would probably say not. So, you know, you've got to look after yourself um, and and make sure that you're having a healthy and happy body. So there's nothing to be ashamed of to admitting to somebody I'm quite sensitive or I'm quite small or, or whatever the case may be. And, hey, can you maybe you know, go a little bit softer with me or not not so vigorous. Um, if you listen to Swinger Diaries, you know, the page is constantly saying, like, don't break the cookie. And really, I can't, you know... I can't talk about that more because, again, that one night of fun or that play session, you know, could mean that I'm sick for for a week or if not two weeks and, um, you know, realistically, uh, that's bad. I don't want to be sick. You know, I don't want to have a a great time and then regret it after. You know, I've I've heard stories of people that really slow down their sexual activity because they're in so much pain for a week or two weeks following um, or, heaven forbid, longer. And so it's really important to just... Just share that. I mean, if you're going to be with people who are great, um, you know, lifestyle ambassadors, they're they're fantastic people, as you should be. Then they're going to understand. You know, I would highly doubt that anyone's going to turn around and say, "Well, you know, I like to play with my pussy rough," and so if you don't want to do that, then fine. Because if somebody ever said that to me, I can tell you, I would be out of that room quicker than you can imagine. So, don't be afraid to say it. Alrighty, so when stuff goes wrong and I guess this is the this is the 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 crux of the the stuff I want to talk about today because I get them as I said frequently um I think I had a run recently where it was about six months between getting a UTI and it was oh it was like Christmas it was a beautiful beautiful thing and I just wish those times would continue on I have girlfriends actually who never get UTIs um so, again, if you're talking, uh, you're, uh, you know, around the table with your girlfriends over wine night and you're all talking about, like, getting UTIs or things of that nature and there's that one lady at the table who's like, what's a UTI? I don't, you know, I don't even really know what you're talking about and you're just gobsmacked because, you, you know, you get them so frequently. Um, don't kill her. It's not her fault. She just happens to have some very good balance, um, pH balance. Um, so stuff about UTIs, or urinary tract infections or, as I mentioned before, cystitis, This really is is quite common. And what I want to mention here is that um, 80% of uh, premenopausal women who contract a UTI is generally happening 24 hours within sex. So sex and UTIs really... They go hand in hand. You know, you're much more susceptible. And in fact, actually, women are 10 times more susceptible to getting a UTI than men. And that's really because of the placement and the makeup of our body and and, and our urethra and its positioning as well. So, again, if you're talking to your partner and he's like, meh, I don't really get a UTI, don't kill him. Uh, It's not his fault. It's just the way that we're made. So, what happens, as I mentioned before, it's a urethra really is the culprit here. It's the way we're made and it's bacteria getting in there and really making things quite upset so definitely um, ways to treat this of course there's various ways if you get a UTI um, and you've had them in the past you may know how to treat these or you may know how your body reacts for example sometimes I'll get a urinary tract infection and I'll know that it's that it's coming on and I'll know that it's going to be what I classify as a big one. Um, In other words, very, very painful, and I need to get myself some medications now. You know, nothing is going to help this but medications. Other times I might get a slight irritation, and I can tell it's probably just going to be a small one, so I can treat it with things like flushing my system out, in other words, drinking a lot of water and, and urinating a lot. Um, and maybe some um, ural, ural powder or it's a, a urine alkalizer. Um, so that's also something that's, uh, that you can take in your water and that kind of helps with some of the symptoms. Definitely things like, uh, you know, pen, penadol, um, taking some penadol to really help with some of the uh, the uncomfortable um, symptoms, the, the, the fever if you get that as well, depending on the level of your UTI, definitely recommend those. Now, spermicide as well can cause UTIs. So that's quite common so really again it's it's anything that's going to upset your pussy and it's it's general health okay so spermicides are definitely a no-go zone um if you're out there and you're using spermicides and you don't get utis good for you but if you notice that you have a lot of utis and you are using spermicide i'd recommend to cease using that and find another method of control because that is definitely going to be creating some um some imbalance in your body Medications. So as I mentioned before, you can get medications. Now, there are a number of medications out there on the market, um, heaps of them, and I can add those to the um, notes today for the show. One that I use is called Amoxilin. Um, it's a fairly common um, medication. That you can get a lot of countries. You have to see your farm, sorry, your physician, and you have to get this uh, prescribed and go you know, and pick it up from the pharmacy. It's not an over-the-counter drug um, like that uh, ural Alkalizer I mentioned before. So when I uh, when I travel, I always carry some Amoxicillin on my on my uh, person. I've always got it in my medication bag because it's the first thing I reach for if I'm having um, a big UTI, uh, and I know that it's going to need that. It's also fairly um, fairly easy in terms of the actual kind of medication this is. And again, the, the the variety of medications out there on the market really come down to the kind of bacteria and also the, the type of uh, the UTI that you have, if it's a significant or severe one, your doctor may prescribe you something a little bit more robust. Now, with everything and especially with medications, this is going to throw off your, your bacteria, your healthy bacteria as well, which is why I take the Amoxalin for first point because it, it is a little bit easier. And what I mean by that is that it will kill off some of the bacteria that's causing my urinary tract infection, but it may not kill off all of the other good or healthy bacteria in my body. And uh, we'll get onto that in a second, but th- I'll tell you why that's so, so important. So just make sure that whatever medication you're taking, you're doing it under recommendations from doctors, definitely, um, you know, in... in because I've had UTIs so frequently, frequently, I know that amoxalan works for me. Uh, And I know when I need something a bit more robust. Um, So don't just go out there and of course, uh, ask your doctor for it, see what they recommend, but definitely do some research and really understand what they are prescribing you. So the next time you're in the doctors and they're prescribing you a medication, ask them why, you know, why that particular kind of medication? Why did they recommend that one over perhaps another one? And they may say to you, well, it's because of this particular strain of bacteria that you have in, in you if, if they are doing a swab test. Or maybe that's because, you know, you could be allergic to penicillin, for example, and you have to have an alternate um, medication. But definitely do your research because some doctors will prescribe quite a um, robust um, med- medication. And because of that, you're likely going to get uh, sicker and uh, you're really going to throw off your your bacteria, your healthy bacteria, your good bugs. So definitely kind of question why <laughs> they're giving you that particular kind of medication. Okay, so what happens if they do give you a robust medication or what's another kind of vaginal uh, irritation or infection? Well, it's thrush. Okay, thrush or yeast, you may have heard it, or candida. That's the actual um, the type of bug that, that is in your system. Thrush can occur on its own, but thrush is also a, a throw-off of a new UTI. So if you have a urinary tract infection, you go and have medication, you're taking the medication for your UTI, But of course, you're killing your good bugs in the background. The yeast bug or the candida is very likely now to go, fantastic, I'm going to run amok and breed, 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 breed. And then of course, the next thing you know, you have a thrush infection. These are nasty. Not only are they painful, not only are they uncomfortable, they are extremely embarrassing. And if you've heard about my my podcast from our desire trip 12 months ago, this can be hugely an embarrassing thing. I personally feel extremely dirty and I'm going to say gross when I get a thrush infection. It's just not sexy. So I try to avoid it at all costs because I know how it makes me feel. Dee is very good when this has happened in the past, you know, and I'm sulking around the house muttering about how disgusting I am just generally. And he's obviously very, very good at kind of making me feel better about it. But uh, I can tell you that realistically, I am will do anything to avoid thrush and if I could pay money for this never to happen again I definitely would do it what is thrush of course bacteria generally speaking they they do say thrush occurs more likely in people who are 20 to 30 early 40s women who are premenopausal definitely are going to be more likely to have thrush as well so Although, having said that, that is not exclusive. You know, thrush really doesn't care. The bacteria does not care, really, about your body, about what stage of life that you are in, but that's the general statistic. So, generally speaking, premenopausal, 20s, 30s, early 40s, you're more susceptible also from transferring that bacteria over and, and actually having thrush as well. Now, when you get thrush, see your doctor straight away. There are some over-the-counter medications for thrush that do exist, but generally speaking, by the time you're at this point, and especially if it's from medication and you've had a UTI beforehand, get your butt in to see your doctor straight away because if you try to treat this on your own with over-the-counter medications, it is not, generally speaking, going to work. And what happens is you're making yourself sicker and you're prolonging your sickness because then a week goes past you haven't gotten any better. And so you then decide to go see the doctor. And of course, you're a little bit sicker for longer then. And plus also, the bacteria has had an opportunity to breed more as well. So what the doctors will give you, a number of different things. Uh, actually, first of all, I'll talk about the over-the-counter medication. So some over-the-counter medication, or they call them pres- is a pill that you insert with an applicator into your vagina. And that's supposed to then be an antifungal and it is supposed to kill off the fungal and the bacteria that's in there. So this as well, I mean, everything to do with having thrush just makes my blood boil and none of it is sexy. And I can tell you the last time I was, you know, in the bathroom inserting a little pill into my vagina because I've had thrush with an applicator, I don't feel sexy and you know you'll find me coming out and I'm not joking when I say that I walk around the house sulking because I really do I just turn into just the the worst person to be around actually everything is bad sunlight doesn't exist and I'm just an absolute sulky 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 so pill in the vagina sometimes that can work for kind of lower lower symptoms of thrush or or lower uh, episodes of thrush Um, You may also find a cream, over-the-counter cream that you can rub into and around your vagina. Personally, again, I I don't find this to be particularly uh, useful for actually warding off thrush so if I was going to recommend anything I would recommend away from just buying the cream because generally speaking this uh, fungal infection is up and inside your vagina so unless you're really getting into their vagina with that cream and applying a significant amount it's not going to help and you're just wasting your time and and making yourself uh, feel bad without getting better. And the third and final one is uh, capsules or oral medication. So two of the ones that you can you can get or most most highly recommended by doctors is fluconazole and diflucan. A lot of you out there who perhaps have had this before will know those two names. They are the highly prescribed medication from doctors for fungal infection. So they're antifungals. They really do tend to get rid of it pretty quickly. But again, if you have a significant uh, yeast infection, then you're going to want to definitely get the doctor to actually run some tests on that particular kind of yeast infection because there are different varieties of it as well. And you may find that one medication will not treat your particular strand of, uh, of fungal. And then you're going to want to get something that's a bit more specific to your situation. So that's why I always recommend if you do go down the pathway and you are getting thrush and and this is from perhaps taking medication or fixing a UTI. Definitely go see the doctor if it's the first time you've had thrush and it's a fairly lower symptom of thrush. Then you know that getting that that in pill into the vagina, the um, in, the one that you can insert in. Probably will help you out, or there's um, oral medication that you can get over the counter as well, and they may help. But um, realistically, if it's something significant, or if it's come from a UTI, medications do go see your doctor. Family physician can help out, but of course, if this is um, ongoing and you have continual episodes of U- UTIs or thrush, you know, ob is definitely the way to go. Now, having both, having an imbalance in your pussy, oh, it's just it's the hardest thing to control. And you know, we, we do talk about how to do your best to control this by you know drinking lots of fluid of course the whole peeing before sex peeing after sex changing up your positions not asking or not having your partner be too vigorous, you know, these are all ways that you can try to control it. But if you're someone like myself, um, who generally speaking has got a, a pretty significant imbalance um, and has a reasonably low immune system, then you're actually going to want to go and seek some, some help. So I have actually been uh, in the past to a number of OBGYNs and people that specialize in, uh, in women's health and in particular in UTIs and thrush, purely because I was trying to find out a way to stop this really from ever occurring again or how I can lessen the um, chance that this will happen again or the possibility of me contracting this. So if you're out there and you are suffering from these or you do suffer reasonably frequently, guys, just just get along to an OBGYN, um, you know, spend the money, see somebody who specializes in this because they are really going to help you out and, and maybe there is something specific that they can do for you to help this never happen again, or to help really lessen your your chances of this happening again, so I recommend that if you have any of these things occur, I mean, no sex. That just 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 goes without saying. If you have, if you get a UTI and you're, you know, at a party and you're thinking like, oh, you know, whatever, I'll. I'll, um, you know, I'm really in the mood. Like I just want to, I want to play. I want to have a good time. And you do that, I can tell you, the next day, the next day after, you're just making it worse for yourself, and you're prolonging your sickness as well. So, if you do contract a uh, UTI, of course, the recommendations are to not have sex until you are healthy again. Also, take time, take time, take time off. You know, if you're at home and you're doing some chores and things like that, you you are sick, and it still is. It still is an illness. It still is a sickness. So take time off. Don't go running a 10-kilometer run um, when you've got a UTI. It's Again, it's not going to help you. What I also recommend as well is wearing more breathable items. So if you are one of those people who perhaps wear uh, knickers, underpants every day, and uh, you find that you're in a hotter climate or these sorts of things, then you're contracting UTIs more frequently, that's because you're, nothing is breathing down there. You're creating this hotbed of potential bacteria growth. So avoid avoid doing that you know I actually stopped wearing stopped wearing um, panties a number of years ago and realistically I I find that it lessened um, the possibility of me getting UTIs actually so especially if you're then out doing like yoga or exercise and you're wearing tights that is again it's just a hotbed for activity so avoid avoid all of that if you do have it but you know if you are more susceptible to them and you find that um, you know you are wearing quite tight um, panties and you're finding that you're getting UTIs more frequently i would recommend perhaps changing them to a more breathable fabric or try not wearing them at all for a couple of weeks and see how you feel and and see how your body reacts to that because also it's very likely that that may help you out and you definitely want to uh, go go looking at not wearing any panties and look it's a bonus as well because i'm sure that you'll feel sexy your husband will think you're sexy so you know it's kind of a win-win situation and you know as i said before seek seek medical advice. You know, you can chat to your girlfriends, you can listen to this podcast, but realistically, if you are having uh, reoccurring episodes of uh, UTIs or thrush or feeling uncomfortable or having pain during sex, any of these things, you know, go and seek some help. Don't struggle through it. It doesn't have to be as bad as what you've been suffering. It doesn't have to go on and you don't have to avoid sex as well. You know, I meet a lot of people who, have wanted to just avoid sex because every time they do it, they get pain and they have a UTI or they're at home for a week after feeling sorry for themselves. It's just, you know, gets to the point where the positives are not there and and the negatives are far outweighing the positives at that point in time. So again, you know, you don't need to not have sex. You just need to go and try to figure out what's going to work for you. And so by doing all of these things, by creating that healthy pussy to begin with, it's possible as well that you're going to avoid getting a UTI and i can't I can't recommend it highly enough, but drinking fluids um, and and urination before and post sex is super important, even during a play session, you might find me actually after I've played with one partner and and it doesn't have to be penetration by a man as well. Um, I mentioned before playing with a, another lady you will find me actually going and doing a i'll excuse excuse myself. And I'll go and clean up a little bit. And that's just me trying to keep my vagina healthy. And really no one is going to say anything to you about that. It's not a negative thing. You are just looking after yourself. So you can have a fun night and look back on it and remember the fun for what it really was. An awesome, sexy time that didn't create pain or for you or unhealthiness afterwards. So definitely clean up during, clean up after, and I'm a big advocate for doing that, big advocate for drinking water. In fact, oftentimes you might see me at parties and I will be drinking uh, water in amongst my alcohol. And I might even actually mention to the other ladies around me, like, hey, do you want a glass of water? Um, And that's me trying to be helpful because I know so many other women in the lifestyle do get UTIs after play sessions, particularly a big play session or one that's, you know, a couple of hours long because there is a lot of different positions, a lot of different hands, fingers, touching, you know, penetration, you know, it's, it can be one of those things where it's a great couple of hours, but, you know, you are going to be more exposed because of the length of the play session, because of the different activities than perhaps just having, you know, missionary sex with your partner, for example. So, So it's important to note, especially during those play sessions, you tend to mix it up more than you would uh, oftentimes with your partner, different people, different positions, different movement, you know, you've been possibly drinking, you're dehydrated. These are all just hotbeds for actually creating uh, a urinary tract infection. So do look after yourself. Make sure you tell the people that you're playing with, don't be ashamed of it. You've got a sensitive pussy. Look after your pussy. It's yours. You've got one Nobody else deals with the suffering but you. So please, 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 please look after your pussy. Keep it healthy and happy. And that's everything that I wanted to talk about for pussies today. I mean, aside from the fact that I have one, they're great. I love playing with it. I like others to people to play with it as well. But I do like to have a healthy pussy. So thanks very much for listening. This is C and this is the Swinging Down Under podcast. You can email me if you like at C at swingingdownunder.com. That's my personal one. D doesn't see that. Or you can, of course, get us together on C and D at swingingdownunder.com. Any questions, comments? Maybe you're a doctor. You see this kind of thing all the time. We actually have a a doctor friend who's in the lifestyle, and I'm trying to get him to write a paper on lifestyle, sexual activity, sex positions, urinary tract infections, because I think that's going to really help us all out. Um, He's a couple of years away from finishing his specialty, so I really hope that he does do that for the rest of us. He probably won't publish that live, I imagine, you know, swinging sex and pussy health and the lifestyle, but uh, hopefully one day he might publish that and share that all with us. Um, But for now, thank you for listening. I hope to hear from you all and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you. Bye.